What's up, you dirtbags? Luke and I are in studio with a huge recurring guest. But before we introduce him, Luke, how are we doing, man? Good, Luke. I thought you were going to forget about me for a second. How are no, you? Absolutely not. Doing great. We're gulping down the whiskey. Love to see it. It's my first drink in like three weeks. Really? Yeah. Why? Um, Snow? No, uh, snow has something to do with it. Yeah, I remember yeah. going down a little rabbit hole. I can maybe tell that story later, but I almost polished off a bottle of Crown one night and I wasn't even that drunk and Riley was like, Luke. And I was like, hey, it's fucking great stuff, right? So I'm taking a little break. Yeah, that's but fair. No, you no, polish it off. You, you got to at least pretend that you're feeling it. I know, I wasn't that smart. I should have though. Yeah, good stuff. Oh. Well, I mean- we're back in studio. We've been hitting these podcasts hard and we figured what better situation to have the man back on the podcast, Mr. Innovative. We've got James Doyle in studio. The record breaker. James, what's up, brother? Oh man, Luke's just sucking up over here. Here we go. Gentlemen, Dude, what's up, James? How you doing? For those who Boys, can't how see, are he's you? throwing an innovative sweatshirt on, which James, I don't think I've gotten mine yet. Just throwing that out there, but Luke, it looks good. Thanks, man. Gonna make you gonna make you wait on that one for a little uh, bit. Well, fair enough. I did the same to you. So, <laughs> yeah. So, James, back in studio. I mean, a lot has happened since obviously our last podcast. Uh, for those who don't know, James is on uh, the Dirtbags uh, this summer, I believe, is diving into the real business struggles. That was before you were a dad. Yeah, man. A little well, bit changed dad, since then. The kid wasn't here yet. <laughs> Valid point. Wait, what was that, Luke? He was a dad, but the kid wasn't here yet. He was brewing in the oven. I mean, however you want to look at it, I guess. I don't know. But yes, James, welcome. (laughs) Welcome. Um, If I remember, Luke and I were talking, your podcast was the one that like, shot up with so many records like the downloads per day just kept getting more and more and more to where you broke i think you were the first one to break a thousand downloads yeah yeah perfect not sure why people like (laughs) to hear about the business struggles i guess yeah for sure for sure we go through it i will double down on that though it's not just the topic that we're talking about um i recently obviously you know we finished up your website, James, and we've been sharing it. We love sharing, you know, what we do with our, our partners and everything. And every time you reshare that, I get like another six or seven phone calls from people. They're like, Hey man, like, saw what you did for innovative looks pretty sick. Like, could you do something like that with my business? So thank you for, you know, the reputation you've built up, but also just like referring some of these guys over to us. But, um, you know, going back to the podcast and why it had success, I don't think it was all about, the topic. I think a lot of people respect you and the business you've built, but also your outlook on a lot of things. So, um, yeah, man, it's, it's an interesting conversation too, because you might see it as like, you know, why do they think that? Because there's so many more things to do. And I think, you know, a lot of people can get the wrong idea of just thinking everyone has it made where they're at. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know. And, and, uh, and likewise, thank you guys for doing such a great job. It was a, uh, it was a kind of seamless um, transaction from start to finish. I know it took a little while on my end, getting some content and getting back, kind of 
in the midst of, uh, you know, Riley, you know, coming into the world and trying to adapt to the mom and dad life and, you know, back and forth. But it was, uh, it was awesome. I mean, everybody on the team, just from getting the, the literature to the, you know, the pictures, to the videos, to, you know, getting the, the, the rights to our Google account to just kind of getting everything together. I mean, um, I learned a lot, you know, and it's been, um, it's, it's, it's definitely been an, uh, an eye opening thing to see how much actually comes out of it because we're already starting to see some results from it. I had somebody call yeah. today, um, specifically, you know, I know just in the last couple of weeks, we've been, um, you know, hitting the Google thing hard. We did the website and, you know, jumped on the, uh, the phase one or phase two, I forget exactly what we're doing, but, you know, run, running the SEO stuff for Google and really trying to, to boost the, um, <clears throat> the visualization and being recognized on Google and reviews and stuff like that. And we got one today. So that, that was, that was cool. You know, the first thing they said was I found you on Google and first time in six years, and I'm, I'm not going to fill your head, but it's the first time mm-hmm. in six years I've ever had somebody. And I normally ask, like, especially if it's a bigger project or something, I'm like, yeah. Hey, you know, did somebody refer you? Did you see us through our website, Facebook, and you know, um, you know, where did you find us? And this lady was just like, yeah, I'm looking for some, you know, year round property maintenance. And I found you guys on Google. I was like, well, that's awesome. You know, and she's moving from out of town. So it just, it, it showed me a hundred percent. She searched landscapers in Torrington, yeah. um, in the Torrington area, somebody that could provide property maintenance and we came up, you know? So I, I think with time, it's going to grow big too. So, um, I'm excited for the future and, you know, keep it going. Yeah, absolutely. And we're just a couple months into it, which a good rule of thumb for SEO, which I always tell people is give it six months. Uh, That's really when you can start seeing some of the results and the traffic. But yeah, the goal is to do it long term, just like anything in business, you want to stack it up like a perfect brick each and every day, uh, every single day. And so it's, it's more of that consistency. It's the habit of, of doing good things. And that's what we just, you know, help contractors with is build good marketing habits. So, um, but yeah, man, it's, you know, I, I kind of want to, you know, transition a little bit um, because so much has changed. So much has happened. You know, Riley comes into the world. You're a dad. Uh, snow season's upon us. How has this winter been different than previous winters? And what have you learned so far? Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, not that any time to become a parent is, you know, from what I've been told from, you know, new parents, um, you know, seasoned veterans that have had kids that are on multiple kids, you know, a lot of the advice that we've heard, you know, Colleen and I, um, you know, there's no right time to bring a child into this world, you know, being ready for the schedule changes, finances, the whole nine yards, there's never the right time. Um, but I think, I think Riley came at kind of the right time for me, um, just because it was kind of, we got past the spring rush, we got past the heat of summer. Um, you know, we got into, you know, we had our fall rush, um, not to say that we're not busy in the fall, but we had our fall rush and everything kind of, uh, you know, trying to jam pack everything in, get ready for snow. Um, but it allowed me to really kind of hunker down. Colleen was obviously on some, um, you know, maternity leave and it allowed us to kind of get into that winter time where now, like I'm taking him, you know, she has a full weekend on a month. So I take him during the, uh, you know, during that Saturday and Sunday my mother-in-law and my sister help out, you know, the couple of days a week that Colleen works, you know, her schedule as a nurse, it's alternating all over the place. So we've got childcare lined up. So bringing him in and transitioning into winter work, you know, we obviously slow down a little bit in the winter. We don't do as many projects, um, you know, unless of course we have a mild winter, like what we have going on right now, but um, you know, kind of trying to balance out and figure it out. I think it's, it, it worked out great timing for our, for me, because once I get into like the, the height of spring rush, I'm going to kind of yeah. be, I think I'm going to be seasoned, you know? Right. So like, once I get into April, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm six months in, like, I've got this whole, 
you know, wake up in the morning, get him going, help Colleen, whatever she asked me to do and, and kind of move on from there. And, um, it's, it's been good, you know, fortunately, but unfortunately we kind of, like I was just saying, we kind of have a mild winter right now. Um, mm -hmm. so it's allowing us to be a little bit easier, you know, as far as, um, kind of stress, as far as time frame stuff goes, so, like, I'm not really stressed to get out of the house at five 30 or six or six 30 on the dot, you know, Colleen leaves her work at six 30. So I get them up, get them ready for my mother-in-law to get there. If I'm a half an hour late to the shop, it's not a big deal. Um, whereas in the springtime, it's definitely going to be a little bit harder for me, but, um, I think by that time we'll be, we'll be in good shape. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of transitioning into the winter has been a little bit tough. Um, we got a lot of stuff ready. We transitioned our, um, everything from, from leaves over to snow and now there's no snow. <laughs> it's been a, uh, it's been a very mild winter. We got out of a lot of contract work, meaning seasonal based accounts for snow work. Um, just because over the last couple of years, we kind of not got our asses handed to us, but you know, um, some of those seasonal contracts, they won't, they won't sign with you if you put a snow cap on it, or if you, if you tell them you want to have a seasonal average of 35 to 40 inches, they don't want to sign with you. They want you to, they want to make sure that you're doing the work. They don't want to pay any else, any extra. Um, so I tried to steer away from that. And as we got bigger and grew a little bit bigger, um, we were able to take on a lot of those, some of those bigger accounts, the per push stuff that, you know, the first two years I couldn't take on because we didn't have a loader. We didn't have skid, skid loaders to push stuff back and have snowblower attachments. So now we kind of, we jumped in and we used to be, I've been telling a lot of guys like that asked me, we used to be 70, 30%. So like we used to be 30% per push, you know, 70% contract. So we were kind of sitting on like a, a nice blanket where, or, or a nice, a nice comfort zone rather of, having money coming in, whether it snows or not, but then it, it started hurting when we had those winters, we were getting 30, 40 inches. Like our average season, I think is like a 40 inch season, but a lot of the stuff has been crazy, crazy sleet and, and rain and just weird, weird winters. Um, weird different precipitation types where you can't really plan for it. So um, I started switching the last couple of years and going a little bit more towards the per push. That way, when we get snow, you know, we can build some pretty significant amounts, um, and uh, this year it, it was the year that I got rid of. We only have like three or four seasonal accounts, um, which covers our overhead still, you know, payroll, fuel, all that stuff, you know, notes that we have on some equipment and trucks. And, uh, but it's, it's been very mild. So there's nothing really for the guys to do. Um, so we've been doing some, you know, small projects some firewood sales, getting ready for next year stuff, maintenance. Um, but there's nothing, there's nothing additional other than that seasonal mate, uh, snow maintenance coming in. So it's, it's been pretty tough. Um, but I'm just trying to keep the guys going so I can retain them. So I don't have to put them on unemployment. I don't have to say, Hey, go find something else. So it's, it's been a little bit tough this winter, but we're halfway through. Um, we got some projects that we opened up right now that we're doing. And, um, just while there's no snow on the ground and just keeping, a, you know, our main guys going and, um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of the way that we've been doing it the last couple of weeks here, but just moving forward, I guess. That was us like three years ago. Jeremy, he called me after I think he talked to you here and it was the same fucking thing. I think we got, we're, we're normally like 50 to 60 inches for an average. I think we saw like 22 inches that season. Wow. That yeah. sucked. So yeah, it's not a fun boat to be in. <clears throat> Um, we're at three inches so far this year, man. That's it. I mean, wow. like, yeah, it's, it's nothing, dude. It's, it's bad. Three inches is a lot. It is. It is. It feels feel feels like six at 90 miles an hour <laughs> uh, can we say that yeah oh we yeah that. i was All just right. gonna say uh luke and i were trying to record some ad snippets for for one of our sponsors before this i was like we should it just sucked. snip that and uh send yeah. that to them 
Yeah. That, shout, they out, shout out though to uh, shout out to Mitchell from the ground up. Um, it's a badass cup. I haven't haven't ran this one yet, and I found it in the in the cabinet before I left. There you go. And uh, right. James, that's on us, but we never asked. Uh, what do you get? What are you sipping on? Oh, the old infamous Captain and Coke, the signature drink. Oh, there you go. There you go. Love yep. that. Little I, uh, UV blue and Diet Mountain Dew. That's what, what? That's what you're having? No, I'm. Just, that was like that's like a set uh, seventh grade special. Oh, dude, that was that must have been like a Mankato thing. So James and I probably no. have never had that. We used, to, like, we used to do that. We used to do the Ghetto Code Red. We called it. Um, we used to mix um, Mountain Dew and, and Kool Aid. It was great. Come on, I'm, sorry, I'm telling you. Did you put like the powder in and everything, or just no, like... no, 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 just oh. two at a time. It was okay, of, like Hawaiian fruit punch and Mountain Dew. It's the same thing. The Ghetto Kool Aid. Gotcha. That's funny. Um, what's yeah. What's fun, James? This podcast. You and I were on the phone the other day, and we were talking about employees, basically. And we should have recorded that because that was a really good conversation, but you, you sure. had some really good points. So I kind of want to try to like divulge that conversation again. Yeah. Um, I had the, obviously this season I had to let go of a couple employees and we've added a lot more. And, you know, from what you and I talked about, just trying to balance, balance your guys, balance how everyone operates, you know, setting standards for guys, keeping kind of, that boss keep you know if if your friends work for you it's tough to be their boss right and and i've seen that too to 100%. where you know guys want to guys want to be your friends and which, there's nothing wrong with that but as an employer you almost have to kind of keep your distance in order to you know keep things going right cuz it is tough to be your guys friends and when they mess up you have to tell them you know when we were talking about ryan's uh, podcast with Taylor and he was like if you mess up I'm gonna bark at you and then after that if you hold the grudge that's on you I've already forgot about it yep you know so it's that was a really fun conversation and I think you and I we had a lot of the same feelings on it um yeah <clears throat> but so okay so I'm gonna jump in so let's unpack it a little bit because I wasn't there so to talk a little oh, bit yeah, more Luke, sorry, you weren't there Bye. yeah let me just dive into the conversation here so um dive in a little bit more like what did you guys come up with because luke you, you called me right after you're on fire you're like we got to get james back on the podcast like right. what was it that that fired you guys up so much i think it's just it's in these conversations it's really fun to have the conversation that is with somebody that's going through the same thing or might have gone through the same thing um but basically the conversation entailed you know we talked about employee personalities you know mm -hmm. bringing on new guys and if those new guys blow your current guys out of the water how do you you know how do you adjust to that how do you adjust to guys staying stagnant you know not wanting to improve and if you know if they don't want to improve but you consider them your friend how do you go about like talking to them about it, it was kind of a very very broad you know breakdown of the conversation um James, give me, yeah. give me, give me something. Yeah, no. So, I mean, <clears throat> I think a lot of it um, that kind of just got me fired up is, is we're trying to, um, like I was telling Luke, like there's, there's definitely a, a huge, um, there's a huge area, at least in my industry and like in our market here, like in the grounds maintenance side of things to where I want to grow that side of the business, right? It's 50% of the business. <clears throat> um, 
And it's just hard to find good qualified guys um, that want to do it. And, and, and all things considered, this, the other side of the business too, the construction aspect of it, you know, hardscapes, the excavation, uh, all the stuff we're doing with that. So, you know, I, I called Luke and I was like, listen, I was like, I got a guy that just called me. I was like, he's been reaching out to me a couple of times. He called me, he's from New Jersey, right? He reached out to me and he's like, hey, you know, my name's such and such, you know, first he shoots me a message on, on uh, Instagram. Um, and he's like, I'm, you know, my name's so-and-so here's my, uh, you know, here's my info. Here's a, like a, a little, you know, quick gist of like what my experience is. You know, I've been following you for a couple of years and, uh, <clears throat> I work for a big company, you know, big company down here and I'm just not, I'm not liking what I'm doing. You know, I do my own stuff on the side. I'm looking for a change. Like, I'm almost like, this is too good to be true. Kid's got a, you know, great job. Um, you know, he does his own stuff on the side. He understands the owner, owner, uh, operator, you know, mentality, um, you know, he's responsible. He's like driven. So I'm talking to him. I was like, yeah, man. I was like, you know, here's my, here's my number. I was like, shoot me a text sometime. You know, we'll, you know, we could talk, you know, off Instagram DM. And, uh, so immediately, you know, shoots me a text. Hey man, uh, I just wanted to, you know, shoot you a text, you know? So there's like the consistency was just like there. I was like, all right. Yeah. I was like, let's touch base one day next week. You know, I'm in the middle of a job or something I'm like, give me a call, you know, we'll, we'll set up a time, you know, give me a call. We could talk a little bit more and get some more info from you, you know, really see what you're thinking calls me Monday morning. He's like, Hey, you know, such and such. So the, the, the moral of the story is this guy, I don't even know. Um, he's calling me and there's a, there's a level of consistency, you know, wants to work, um, wants to be there, wants to, uh, wants to contribute and be a part of what we have going on. Um, and I'm just like thinking, I'm like, there's no way that this can like, this can be true. Um, so I call Luke and I'm like, what do you think about this? Right? Like, I think we have, a. a I want to grow the, you know, both sides of the business, you know, and I, I lay it all out for him, you know, just like Luke told me, he's like, you got to talk to this guy, tell him, Hey, this is, you know, I might not be able to pay you $40 an hour or whatever for an arbitrary number. I might be able to pay a 25, but here's where I want to go with this. And if you come and you prove you're all like, you'll grow with the business and I'll, I'll invest it back into you. So, um, I'm talking to him, you know, here, and here's the backside of it. Luke, after we talked, I talked to him again and I, you know, I pretty much laid it all out for him. I'm like, listen, we're not a massive business. Like yeah. we still have, we, we have a paper time, a, a, a time card rack with paper time cards hanging in the shop. We're a disaster at some, you know, some weeks, some months are better than others, but we're, we're a growing business that has a lot of work. We have a very good reputation in our area. And I think beyond our area, um, and we don't have the manpower or the means to do it, you know, both in the field and on the back end, meaning help personnel, um, a lot of the office work, you know, we have an accountant and bookkeeper, but like, there's still like going back to our old podcast, I'm still trying to search whether or not we bring a guy in or I start delegating and bringing in guys like this that can take the, you know, objectives that I have set for me to do and maybe delegate it to him, somebody that's willing to jump in that understands it and wants to grow with a business and be taken care of and be a part of something that's growing um, and have the, what's the word I'm looking for? The responsibility to yeah. be able to say, Hey, I, I'm taking care of this. Go do what you have to do. I can't do what you're doing. Go do that. You know, go do that. And I'll take care of it. So um, I just, I was like, I don't know. It's, it's a huge risk. And it, like, I've always hired friends and that's, I, I, I think it's a trust thing. I, I don't know. I just have a lot of guys that work for and with us that ha I've always known they've been a part of a friend group. Um, they started with me and they're still with me or they worked somewhere else and they weren't happy, but they're, 
you know, we went to high school together. There's all, there's just those situations of there's a connection. We have two guys that we have that I hired off the street that, you know, came to me looking for a job. Um, you know, so, but it's a little bit more realistic. They're from town. So it was just one of those situations where I was like, I don't really know what to do. I was like, it sounds like a great idea, but do I hire this guy? He comes here and he's a disaster. He flips machines and you know what I mean? He puts right. us out of business or do I come here and he allows me to do more office work, meet with clients, run some machines, whatever. And, and we grow that side of the business. Um, so I just, that's kind of what really got us fired up. And we just, we went off on a bunch of tangents and we got it was, into like, it was like an hour existing. Yeah. Like existing employees that aren't performing new employees that are out. I mean, we just went back and forth, back and forth. And again, everybody we have is great. Um, everybody has their flaws just like I do. Um, yeah. but we're trying as hard as we can this year to really, um, really just make everything run seamlessly. I want the guys to be happy. I want the, you know, first and foremost, customers to be happy, the work to be getting done efficiently, effectively profitable and guys to be happy. Like that's, that's my, um, that's my goal for this year is to just eliminate callbacks and, you know, kind of tying into your guys' thing that I heard, you know, your, your new year's goals. Like we want consistency too. Like that's my thing for this year is just consistency. So like when I'm trying to invest into these guys, like I'm sitting here looking at, you know, our, our employee handbook we generated this year, we're, we're a sizable company and we, we don't have an employee handbook until this year. So like consistency, like investing in these guys, it's of all aspects. It's not just giving them an extra dollar here and there when they do good or an extra bonus. Like I want to give them the tools that they need. Like here's your 2023 holiday pay schedule for paid holidays off. Here's everything that you need to know about everything that I'm going to offer to you in return. Here's what our expectations are. Here's the company's goals. And here's, you know, here's my goals. And I want your goals personally and, um, you know, employment wise to, to align with this. That way you succeed when the company succeeds, not just the company succeeds and you don't get taken care of, or you succeed and the company's here left, James is still in the ditch shoveling, right? Um, and that's kind of where I'm at with hiring on the right guys, maybe not just friends anymore, hiring on guys that not necessarily stealing people from, you know, like what Will Schuler was talking about, you know, he used to just go to guys' job sites and and fucking take them off a job site. But dude, I was, I'm at a point like in the last six months where I'm ready to start doing that. And I don't think that's the right approach, but at least for me, but you know, that's kind of where, where we left off with it. And um, you know, to kind of leave on like my, you know, spot of it before I let Luke jump in, I started reading this book um, two weeks ago. Well, not reading, but audiobooks i'm a big audiobook and podcast guy but it's called who not how um and it's it, i strongly recommend both you guys listen to it and anybody else that's listening it's it's about delegation and it's it's about finding when you wake up in the morning you say how are we going to do this job and it's it's not how anymore it's it's who is going to help me do this job whether it's going to get materials whether it's you know not just not just from an entrepreneur standpoint but in your your personal life um there's just so many different things from that aspect of being able to delegate that I severely suffer from. I cannot delegate from a a quality control standpoint. Like I'm just, it's, it's, it's a flaw that I have. Um, But it, it, it's a a huge eye opening. Like there's just so many different um, components of it. Uh, They dive really, really deep into it. it, It's, it's awesome. I mean, it's helped me a lot. And like, even just in the last week and a half, like just coming in and I'm like, I'm not going to do that today. I'm, I'm going to let Jesse do that. Or I'm, I'm going to let Zach do that. Like, why am I going to micromanage him changing chipper blades? Or why am I going to micromanage this guy running a triaxle? I could go meet with the accountant. He can't do that, right? Mm-hmm. It's easier to put somebody with a CDL or somebody that knows how to run an excavator in those 
two pieces of things and me go to the accountants because guess what? They can't do that. I can drive the truck and run the excavator, but they can't do the stuff that I can. They can't do certain things that are in my head for the role that I'm holding. So that's my big thing this year is, is delegation. Um, if I had to pick one word over consistency is delegation. Um, you know, um, but again, that, that all ties into this whole like employee thing of just, I think what everybody's had a lot of issues with over the last couple of years is, is, you know, finding the good guys, not hiring just friends, not hiring people that don't have the same outlook and the same goals and aspirations. But um, yeah, man, just, just hitting it hard. But I mean, Luke, what do you, what do you think? Do you remember anything else that kind of really stood, stood out? Dude, again, like you said, we went off on a, we went off on like an hour tangent. There was a lot. We went through like six rabbit holes. (laughs) We did. And they were really good rabbit holes. But one thing that just kind of stuck with me when we were talking about this new guy that reached out to you, I think the coolest thing that you did was you instantly pull the negatives. You're like, Hey, this is probably going to happen. We, this could end up happening here. You didn't sell the guy on a pipe dream where I know a lot of these companies right now, they are looking for people. So they will sell them that pipe dream. Then they come aboard and then they're like, this isn't anything of what you told me it would be like. Yeah. You know, right. so hats off to you on that end. But I mean, it is kind of a dog eat dog world right now with guys. You know, it is really tough to find good guys. And honestly, I think a lot of the small companies have a better opportunity that are trying to get in front of these people and, you know, kind of show them this is what we're going to do. This is what we want to do. Help us get there. And I will make sure that you're taken care of, right? If you help the business, the business is going to help you. Yeah. You know, and a lot more companies are doing that now. And it's really cool to see. But again, you know, you see these companies that want to leave these bigger municipalities or these bigger companies that have been around forever because they want to take that. They want to take that step into hopefully growing faster with a newer company. Yeah, I mean, I, I got a guy, and again, I'm not gonna. The internet's a, a far place that you don't think things get to, and you know, I've got a guy that left a bigger company um, for what reasons I don't know, but he's here with us. He's happy, uh, you know, financially. I think he's doing a little bit better. Uh, you know, he's going after his goals. He's chasing his things, doing his stuff in his personal life. He likes to do. I think. I hope. Uh, I know he listens to podcasts. I'm not sure if he listens to ours, but anything that I'm on. But yeah, yeah. Hope all, he is. For all things, for after. all things, for all things respectable. I'm so, I'm so glad he's on and, you know, um, it, it's been a huge, um, huge thing. He saved us a lot of money as far as, you know, uh, repairs and stuff that we can keep in house, certain things like that, you know, his CDL, all that, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's, uh, it's been a huge, huge, huge blessing having guys on that excel in different areas, you know, cause you can't have five A type guys in a room, meaning you can't yeah. have five guys on a job site that want to run an excavator. It doesn't work. Correct. You know? Yeah. And James, going back to your your point about delegating, um, that's a big point that I think a lot of business owners are working on. But also, um, Derek Sivers, he's an author. He actually started uh, CD Baby. Um, but Anything You Want is a book that he wrote. And I read that this summer because I was big about delegating, delegating, delegating. Um, but what he says is delegate, but don't abdicate. And basically what that means is delegate, but don't give up your power to run your vision, to own your business. And a lot of times that happens when we get too far into delegating and we're not even involved in sometimes the strategy. So not that you would get to that point, but I think for people listening, um, delegating is super important, but you can go too far and over delegate where you're not even involved and your team doesn't respect you. And then all of a sudden you kind of get pushed out of the way. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, a hundred percent. I mean, and, and again, I think I'm kind of at that point, you know, and, and I've talked to a couple of people about it where they're like, 
you got to trust your gut. You got to trust your instinct. Um, but I, I respect my guys. I think I'm at a point where there's, there's a lot of comfort, um, with people that are on staff. And, um, again, it's no disrespect. I mean, I was in the same boat. I worked for somebody and I was super comfortable. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that there needs to be a level of grounding where there's an expectation that has to get completed each week, each month, each quarter, each year, or we can't continue to grow. We can't continue to do, you know, production bonuses. And like, I, I try to incentivize as much as possible, whether that's, you know, company truck, um, you know, equipment to do stuff at your own house. If you need it, you know, we're not going out and doing side businesses, but like, you know, if you, if you need stuff, you need to take a truck home, you need to mow your house, whatever you need to do, um, you know, year end bonuses, stuff like that. You know, when the company wins, we win, like we do a $5,000 job, we do it in an hour instead of two, I'm going to throw everybody, a, you know, a $50 bill, even if it's, even if it's something, it's better than, you know, it's better than nothing. Um, and again, I, I've talked to different guys where it's like cash incentivizing is like not always the best thing, but at the end of the day, I don't want to say money is the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil over anything, but, um, you know, helping guys out like money makes the world go around. They're not here every day because they like me. Um, they're here because a great point. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody's here for a reason and, and I respect them. You know, they give up 10 hours a day to be with me. They're with me more than they're with their significant others. Um, you know, and I've heard that talked about in, in the shop, you know, we're, we're here more than we're with our wives, you know, it's just like, and I respect that. Like, I don't take that for granted. Yeah. Um, and I think I need to like drill that in at some points of times, like there's always a door. Right. And I, I say that very loosely, non-disrespectfully, but, um, we have a goal and I just want everybody, you know, I try to treat it as like a family-based thing. Um, you know, because they, they are, you know, these guys are helping me achieve my goals and I want to, you know, help them achieve theirs. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think bringing in, you know, foreign faces that aren't from around here that see what we're doing, that have the same vision that want to grow. Uh, I think it's going to significantly help long-term and, you know, I'm excited to have this kid come up. I, you know, we're, we're, we're hammering out some days to do kind of like a working interview um, we hired two guys yesterday that are, that are local, but you know, I don't know them. They came as referral based and, you know, I laid down the guidelines just cause I was a little bit more comfortable not laying down the kind of basic stuff. I was like, listen, this is what it is. It's, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. If you're in, you're in, here's your new hire packet. We're ready. Yeah. We'll do, you know, we'll do some, some quick tests and stuff like that. Just cause we are, we, we need help. Um, and, uh, that's kind of where we left it. But I, I think we're, we're gearing up for a good season. I think it's going to be good. We're, we um, implemented some softwares and stuff to kind of help on the back end with me with the estimating and budgeting and stuff like that. So I'm super stoked about that. We signed up with Synced Up, which is kind of like a CRM that's based up, based up for landscape construction, um, which is also geared towards maintenance. So it's going to help us. I just, I can't grow anymore where we're at with everything going through my head. Like I need some sorts of, some sense of organization to get it to the field, to Austin, to whoever's running like a, a crew. Um, in real time to understand changes and stuff like that. So I, I think that's going to be a good year. Again, with the help, you get that stuff dialed in, it's going to be good. So, yeah, I uh, actually have a call with synced up after you talked with them. Um, I think, you know, in a, a couple of days here, but uh, they've got a really good product and they're getting more into the Super dirt world side of things. Dude. Super yeah. responsive. They have their customer service is second to none. Like I had to reschedule at three 30 today because I wasn't going to be off the job. I texted Weston. I'm like, Hey, I need to reschedule. Can you send me Chris's number? Have him reach out yeah. to me. Literally text updated link in case I didn't get the email and a text sent me an email with a follow-up and a welcome message, the whole nine yards. Like, Hey, pick from the calendar. Let me know. Like just super, super easy. And like tentative. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no, they're awesome dudes. So yeah, it'll be good. And th- thank you for sponsoring this podcast, Synced Up. Appreciate it. Um, just had to get that ad read in. No, I'm just kidding. Nice. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, but I wanted to touch on this. Luke, I know you can attest to this. James, backing up a little bit to what you're talking about with uh, your team. And also, we've all been there. We feel like everything's going well. We're very comfortable, which feels like a good thing. But as a business owner, entrepreneur, and even as an individual and an employee, you want to have some sort of um, un- uh, discomfort, right? Because that means you're growing, you're, you're learning something. Yeah. Where you can't be too comfortable. So in my opinion, I think that's always a good thing, not only for your employees, but for you as the business owner to have that fresh blood come in and like raise the bar back up. And whether that's new goals, new visions, different things that you, you know, different uh, quality standards and just bringing in some new people. Sometimes that helps to see like, oh, we do have more potential than what we're currently operating at. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. There's hundred no, percent there's a topic that you'd talked about or you'd mentioned cash incentives. I want to dive Mm -hmm. into that a little bit here. So I am going to get away from cash incentives on projects. When you said, yeah, if we do a job in a faster amount of time, yep. We'll flip them 50 bucks from what I've seen. I used to do that same thing. Like if you guys finish a job, like I have no problem giving you some of the, you know, the profits of the project anymore. Um, that kind of fucked me in a way. And I think it kind of brought a bad mentality. And I, you know, I, I'm at the forefront of that. I was the one that kind of created that, but it almost became an expectation of these guys to where if they completed a job, you know, hands are out like this, like, Hey, we got your job done. Where's our cash? Well, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm paying you to do the job. You're, you're sure. paid hourly to do this project. You don't get a cash bonus every time. And I think that became kind of a cancer. I think that kind of became you know, like I said, an expectation. So where I'm going to get away with that, I'll do like a year end, like, Hey guys, if we had a stellar year, hell yeah, I'm going to give you, you know, whatever I can to show my appreciation, but I am done with the project to project cash incentives. Yeah. So, I mean, from a, so from a flip side, like, and I know you worked for somebody too. Um, you know, it was the same thing for me, like, and I get it. There's hard years, but like, you know, year after year, we get a Christmas bonus. Then all of a sudden one year we didn't get one. And I was like, I got to go Christmas. Like, where is it? Where's my Christmas bonus? Yeah. You know? Um, and it was, uh, so, so I get it a hundred percent. I mean, and again, I, I'm not giving out cash bonuses every month or every week by any means, but you know, there's been a couple of times where we do, you know, a sizable project and I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. We, we just knocked five days off that. And now we're moving on and the net, that customer's happy. They're satisfied. They tipped us, which doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes, and then we, we, now we're getting to another job sooner. That person's stoked. We're getting there faster. Um, absolutely. You know, it, it gives them a little bit incentive. So I see the pluses and the minuses a hundred percent. I agree with that, that, you know, it hasn't happened here, but, um, I definitely, I definitely can attest to that and, and agree with it, that it's definitely a worry. It's a double-edged so, Luke, would you say that irregular, um, cash would help that of like, it not even related to the project, but like letting that stuff simmer down. And then maybe it's like September 18th, just like a random day. You just flip them something like something like that. So it's not attached to getting the job done at a certain speed, or is it totally just, you know, getting rid of it all in all? I don't, I I shouldn't say, I don't want to get rid of it all in all, but I want the expectation to be gone of, Hey, we completed this project. Where's our share. 
right? I see. That's fair. Yeah. You don't get a share. Like I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm paying you an hourly, you know, we're over by a week. So you got a week extra on this project that I didn't get. I'm not going to give you part of that. Like, and that's not being a greedy business owner. That is like, Hey, my bottom line, right? Like James, you had mentioned, you know, the, you know, your, your guys are great, but James is still in a ditch digging, right? No, that I'm, I'm done doing that. And, you know, I don't mean to be sour about it, but yeah, this last year opened my eyes to that, to where I do think, you know, you have to incentivize your guys and you want to take care of your guys. But from the employee standpoint, that cannot be expected. You know, even Christmas bonuses, I feel like those cannot be expected. They're appreciated, but they cannot be expected. Yeah, and I think that has to kind of change. So, so to tie into that, there is, so our, our graphic design guy that does all of our branding and stuff, like all the stickers and decals and stuff on trucks and machines, he himself came out and did the 310 mm-hmm. and we were talking about it. And he's like, yeah, man, he was like, we had a killer year. He goes, I had a call. I, I forget what we got on the topic of, but um, he's like, yeah, he goes, one of my guys didn't get a Christmas bonus. You know, like I pulled him aside and I was like, listen, man, here's your, here's your performance levels. And I feel that you, you did not perform to the standard, to the minimum standards of what I would require. Like, you know, I understand something takes you an extra 20 minutes um, to be a little bit more attentive to detail, but when you're taking four hours to do something that I do in 20 minutes after being here for two years, like, you know, we gotta, we gotta ship up or shape out. Like, I don't feel that you deserve the bonus. He goes, and I, he goes, I could see it. I knocked him down, but um, I think that it's worth it because if I just constantly keep giving, 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 um, they do a little bit less, 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 less. They start turning that dial down yep. because they're, they think that it's just going to come natural. Mm-hmm. And to an extent, like my, my worry, a lot of it obviously has to do with age, you know, and I mean, I commend again, I hate to, I hate to drop Will on this podcast every mm-hmm. single five minutes, but you know, he's, he's a, a perfect example of a kid that's, you know, a guy that's young and he's got guys double his age working for him. Right. right. And so like, I have a couple guys that are older, you know, 15, 20 years older than me as well. And it's, it's, it's hard um, because you get looked at as like, you, you want to say something to them. And you, for me, I'm just like, I, I worry every day about offending everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, friend, friendship comes after business, right? Yep. My friendship doesn't pay their paycheck on Friday and that's mm-hmm. their expectation. So I'm starting to realize it more and more as the years go by. And I think that um, having long talks and handing over this employee handbook um, with what my expectations are and kind of what, they're going to get from me in return. It just kind of lays down the law of what is expected. And um, Garrett Williams told me when I talked to him, you know, we, we shot the shit a little bit last year and, you know, he's like, it, it all starts from the top. Like you have to, you have to lead by example and you have to uphold the standard that you expect them to, to work by mm-hmm. um, something, to the, something along those lines. And it, it's hard, man. It's not easy. It's definitely nope. not easy. Um, me and two guys, it's a little bit of a different story. When you got seven or eight guys that are coming in every day um, or more, it's a different story. They're constantly looking at you, right? So it's just, I don't know. It's 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 tough for sure. It can that can definitely wear a guy down. We, you know, that was a that was another topic that Luke and I had kind of talked about the other day, just about burnout, and that can really burn a guy out just by that, you know, just in that sense. Yep. But but you know what'll pick you right back up is when you're going out to your customer's lawn and you see that little stand that says for UPS, USPS, FedEx, and Innovative Lawn and Landscape. That was the coolest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. Yeah, that was cool. That was awesome. No, it was cool. So the ironic part was I look at it, I'm like, 
no shit. I'm like, that's, and again, I've, I've graduated a little bit from the sidewalk division of our snow removal fleet or operation rather. So I don't really see it, but I was driving through the other day and I'm, I'm looking and just making sure I didn't have to call in any guys to do sidewalks just because we had a little cold snap after some warm, warm spell. So I was like, all right, check for refreeze. I'm looking, I'm like, what the hell is that? So I saw it and I was looking, I was like, I'm going to grab me some frosted flakes. So I grabbed some frosted flakes. I go to the bank literally two hours later and this girl's like woman she's like you guys do the fairways right or you know that's the name of the condo association i was like yeah we've done it for three years now or four years whatever she's like you guys do such a great job she's like i have a stand outside at my house you know anytime you want to i shit you not i was like no way i was like i just (laughs) i just took some frosted flakes flakes. on my way down here (laughs) and uh she's she's like yeah no you guys do such a great job everywhere you know we're so happy i was like really i was like because i feel like we constantly always get complaints everywhere we go and it's just like I'm like, it's just the nature of the work. Like, it's hard to make yeah. everybody happy. It's just like, no, yeah. you guys do a great job. You know, everybody's attentive to detail. And of course, sometimes we miss stuff, but, you know, we, yeah. we try our hardest. So, and, and James, I think most people see that. It factors in perfectly with uh, our last podcast with Jeremy because Jeremy talked about nobody ever like says thank you in the snow removal business. It's always like, you know, if he even said, he's like, if you get an email of somebody saying thank you, you better frame that sucker. So Absolutely. it almost made, it made that even better when I saw it. Cause I'm like, damn, they went the extra mile. I'm sure James drove by there just loading up his backpack with pop and frosted flakes and shit. Robin her out of frosted flakes. Yeah. That's absolutely. Funny. No, you definitely, yeah, no, it's a good feeling. Well, that is fun. Um, fuck. I had a really good train of thought, but I just forgot about it. Um, speaking of will, will Schuler, not to plug him again on this podcast, but kind of going well. back, kind of going back into what, we had talked about with the employees. I don't know. Hopefully our listeners have LinkedIn at this point, but he took like his main guys to Cancun. Dude. Incredible. That is the coolest. Like I'm, I know I went off on a tangent about like you, they can't expect to be given things, but like, Hey, that's that's fucking cool. I'm sure none of those guys expected that. And I'm sure they really appreciated that. Yeah. Or they expected it and they're like, every day working harder, 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 getting ready to go. We're like, Hey, this week we're going to Cancun. We're going to Vegas. Or some yes. shit. Yep. Yeah. No, that, that's awesome, man. I mean, the fact that he has the ability to do that and chooses to do that over Correct. something yeah. else, dude, is, I mean, I commend the kid. I mean, again, I, I'm not going to plug him a hundred times here, but yep. it's, um, but it is very cool. I, I, I look, yeah, guys like that, man, I, I look up to. I mean, I, I commend him. And that's awesome that, you know, that he, he could take that money and do something else with it. Right. I mean, I, oh, I think that yeah. it's, I, I think it goes a long way with, employee appreciation i mean and those guys must really and girls really must do tenfold to be able to you know be kind of taken like that and say hey i'm gonna take you guys on this let's let's go do this yeah um you know so they must pull their they must pull their weight you know they they exceed the expectations and um in turn the reward comes right Uh, i would love to read his handbook Cause I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Dialed. I don't know, man, that W that W 900 or T 800 high hood. I don't know. I, oh I, yeah. That was, that was dude, that low bed, man. Oh, black. The will, just, what is it? The willpower transport with the willpower, willpower X in the back. Yeah. I was like, dude, you cocksucker. Wow. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice setup for sure. Yeah. But uh, a lot of times it's, it's really like the thought that goes into what, you know, like the Cancun trip, like you're talking about, it's, it's not that, the cost of the trip it's the fact that they had no idea and they're like wow you know you could have spent this on something else and 
but it, it it's the thought of what you're doing for your your guys and your your girls that work for you too it's just going above and beyond and like trying to make it work but you know to luke's point not making it feel like a consistent thing and then it feels like a handout but it should be a handout right yeah right definitely no definitely and i think that kind of ties into the conversation of guys with these bigger companies you know the ones where they do see the volumes and volumes that they are doing, you know, and maybe, you know, again, I, and I don't want to sound like everybody should get something right. You, you should never expect something, but these companies that are doing 30 million plus with 25% margins, like, yeah, you probably should give something to your guys as an owner standpoint, right? Obviously yep. that that's not an expectation, but you should in order to keep them, right? The, it, again, from what I've talked about is a double-edged sword because employees can't expect it and, um, and employers aren't, you know, they don't have to. But I feel yeah. like in this day and age, you should if you can. Dude, I mean, I, I, to a point of like not doing it versus like you just said, doing it even at, you know, those larger, those larger scales, the company we're subbing for and, and, kind of the the route that we're looking to go more where we changed into since we've last talked um my contact there you know the assistant super that i work underneath that that gives us all of our scheduled work he's like listen he goes it's a great company i mean 40 years they have you know what is it three to 500 employees or something like that um across many 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 states here in new england all the way down to west virginia to maine and um dude every every employee in the company gets a christmas bonus like yeah. he's like he's like they 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 care about their guys they're very family based but you know even the people that aren't family it's not like they're just giving you know selected christmas bonuses out to guys that you know are family they're giving it out to everybody i mean he's like it, it's a huge it's a huge thing people see that and appreciate it and respect it that work within um so it, i think it does go a long way for sure there's a company that does it here in fargo and every everybody knows him for it right he plays your snow I don't know. I, I've never actually heard a place that gives out Christmas bonus. Do you bonus get a Christmas bonus? No, we finish in March. Yeah, we finish in March. You don't get a <laughs> Christmas bonus. Um, there's a company here in Fargo, and they're they're uh, uh, big municipality, do a lot of roads, do a lot of underground, um, and, you know, come right around, fuck, it's Thanksgiving every year is usually when they call it quits. And he just knows, like, anything past here is going to be more of a headache, not even worth my time. He's given – he gives 14 grand – to every single one of his guys. And he know, and like, he's known for that. Like, if you want to work and you want to work hard, you know, at the end of the season, you're going to get rewarded. But I mean, they're working Monday through Saturday, some are working half days, Sundays. So they're running really hard, but then everybody gets laid off in the winter time. Yeah. You know, and so. I mean, like in that scenario, like people know what they're signing up for. Right. And it's mm -hmm. like, okay, yeah, I'm down for that. That sounds great. Like Monday to Saturday, count me in, but then there's other, benefits that come with it. And I was just on a, a call today, um, you know, the railroad company, and he says, my guys average 80 to 90 hours a week, but they know that and they know coming in, they're going to make bank, they're going to make a ton of money. But you know, the work, they're going to work for it. And so I think it's just going into that and like knowing that at the beginning really helps because yeah, if you're doing Monday to Saturday, but then you know, you have that you know, kind of the end of the year, the holiday season, it's like a huge benefit. You get the bonus. I mean, if yeah. that's what you want, like go for it. Mm -hmm. There, there was a year I, and this is the same company. And I remember it was like 2012 to where 
it was a really, really slow year in this area. And there wasn't, he does a lot of infrastructure and there wasn't a lot of infrastructure funding through the state that year. And I think everybody got like seven grand and there was new guys that obviously came on. And some people were so mad because they came on thinking that everybody gets 14 grand at every year. And that kind of ties into what I'm saying. It can't be expected, right? It all depends on your year. It all depends on what the business makes. Cause if the business isn't making money, you're not making money. 100%. But yeah. I am I am pro Christmas bonus. I am pro incentivizing your employees. He's the Grinch. But there there yep. is a double-edged sword to it, to where if you Absolutely. give too much, it, it becomes one of these. Like, where's my take? You know, where's my yep. portion? So I think there's a fine line. Circling back to our 15 minutes ago conversation, I just wanted to end that out so people don't think yeah. I'm a fucking asshole. Just like the Grinch, you know, yeah, you get eight eight bucks an hour if you don't like it, the door's that way. Yeah, Riley calls me the Scrooge, the Scrooge of <laughs> employment. Oh, I love it. Good stuff. Well, James, uh, you got, uh, not to wrap it up here, but you've got a big mansion that you're staying in, in Vegas in March. Are you, uh, you pretty stoked for that? Yeah, we're, uh, we've only went once, but it's, uh, it's awesome. It's, it's a good time all of us that went together, uh, we're, we're going to try to, you know, like we heard, I heard Ryan from rock structure. He's like, yeah, I've been going since, since I was a kid, you know, and that's what we're trying to do. We're to, like all of us buddies that are all together. Some of us work together. Some of us are all contractors in the same town. Uh, there's a couple guys that are meeting us out there from different States. Um, it's going to be a good time. We're trying to make it like a, you know, a tradition, you know, every, every three years, whatever. Um, <clears throat> we're going to be excited or, uh, you know, it's gonna be a good time. We're excited for it um just gearing up it's, it's only a month a little over a month away it's uh i got my educational session for uh for the importance of growing an online presence for small to medium-sized contractors dude Bingo. i didn't even know that right? title uh yeah that's, that's right. golden nailed it i'm ready man. speaking of it we've uh title. we've got yep. a storm brewing too uh tuesday night luke and i have been talking about bellying up somewhere at a blackjack table and uh around the tables dry so if you if you want in on that on let it. us know we're on it yeah the uh we got to get you to the cat party too luke you better get those tickets because uh a lot of the cat dealers pulled out back in 2020 because of covid so we tried to sneak into the john deere party but they didn't let us they didn't let us in (laughs) i actually i think i have john deere tickets and cat tickets i got two of them so i'll be there well perfect we're going to we're going to the cat um, fuck yeah sure fuck yeah isn't there a concert one of the one of the guys from RDO here told me there's Dustin Lynch is playing one night. Yeah, they uh, John Deere goes all out with it. I'm not sure if it's at that or Cat or Volvo or who, but they um, there was there was something similar to that the last go around too. Um, I forget exactly what it was, but yeah, it was something. It was something big, and all the John Deere guys were talking about it. My John Deere sales guy here that I haven't bought anything from. He he was like, "Yeah, man, I'll try to get you," and I'm like. No, you won't. No, you won't. But, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry well, about he, it. He's, yeah. a, he's a good dude. You're just, you're just saying dude. that to be nice. <laughs> he's a good dude. He, 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 brought me a, he brought me a t-shirt out for Riley uh, back in the oh, fall. So That's fun. Cool. That's yeah. nice. That is cool. Uh, yeah, but we're, we're excited, man. I can't wait to go. We're, uh, I think Steel Risk is going to have a, a, a cool booth set up and probably try to run a machine for a day or something. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be cool. Luke Pepper's gone, uh, our video guy from here. He's yeah. he's doing some shooting for them. Um, you know, he got hooked up with them and he's doing a lot of their marketing. And I, yes. I did all the GoPro footage last last go around and I brought it all to him. Like, hey, can you can you make a sweet montage with all this footage? And he put together a pretty cool thing. And 
yeah. yeah, so he's going to be out there this year, which is cool. So he's going to be able to get a lot of show footage and stuff. It's just, it, it's awesome seeing everything kind of summarized that you can't go yeah. and see all yeah. that kind of video. So it, it'll be cool to see it, but yeah, we're, we're, we're stoked. Yeah. I'm stoked to meet Luke too. He, uh, he does a lot with, um, uh, clients up there. And so him and I have talked quite frequently and it's awesome. Yeah. Like we're starting to get connected now with a lot of, uh, our clients that are now his and vice versa, but, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Cause Brandon, um, shout out to Brandon, our podcast producer, he'll, we're flying him out there too. And he's going to take a video of everything. And so I'm sure him and yep. Luke will get to meet up too. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a good dude, man. He does a great job. And, uh, I think he's got a, I think he's got a good, uh, he's got a good business plan and he's putting together yeah. some people and he's going to, he's going to grow this thing, man. He, there's, there's a, there's a huge need in our area. And I think across the board for, you know, anybody that wants to hire a guy like him on to kind of broadcast, you know, what they're doing in the industry, you know, so. definitely. Fuck yeah. yeah. It's good Thanks shit. For Con Expo, but all right, boys. Well, I'm out of whiskey, so I might have to go get another one since I'm broken my three week streak. So yeah, watch out. Well, uh, James, we, uh, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for, thanks yeah, for jumping back on. Cool. Thanks for yeah, running it back with us. Uh, can't wait to meet up here in a, actually a couple months, not even. So yeah. gonna, gonna do it big and in, in Vegas and, uh, and hit her hard. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it's always good to chat with you guys and go over the uh, struggles. I can't wait to see what the title of this one's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> no handouts. Nope. Yeah, no handouts. Yeah, I like that. No handouts. Show up and do your job. Yeah, well, sure. Luke, it's not solidified yet. I mean, it's a, it was a good suggestion. We'll see if it if it sticks here. Deal. Well, I'm gonna. It, it's there's three people that vote. It's you, me, and Brandon. So yeah. If Brandon's Let's on my go. side, I'm feeling good. There we go. All right, boys. Well, that's a wrap for this podcast. James, thanks again. You're the man. You're crushing it. Uh, you're a great dad, great husband. You know, we appreciate you as just a great friend and business leader. Thanks for being a dirtbag just like us and uh, see you in March. Yes, sir. Thanks, boys.